Hi, my name is Shannon Lee, and you're listening to The Slapcast. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. I don't know about you, but the turn of the new year brings mixed emotions to me. I'm both excited for what's ahead, and also, if I'm really not careful, I get into the dread of, ugh, another set of goals, more targets to hit. You know what I mean? It's so easy to just go to that very bad place for me mentally. And next thing you know, my the amygdala in my brain is telling me that I'm going to be in this huge failure looking for a place to sleep at night. <laughs> like I go from A to Z in, in a moment. I can get really overwhelmed with my annual goals. And there's a solution, but more on that in a moment. Now, we have all sorts of cool things brewing here at Relay for 2020, and I want to share just a couple of them. One of them is something for our out-of-town folks, and then, of course, something for the locals, which I'm going to share with you first. We have our first public Care to Lead session coming up next month on February 26th. Care to Lead is our model for personal and professional change inspired by servant leadership. It's a one-day workshop, and to learn more, register, just go to RelayLeadership.com slash Care to Lead. That's R-E-L-A Leadership.com slash Care to Lead. Now, for everyone, regardless of where you're located, a little sneak peek. Beginning in April, we are going to offer a subscription to Relay. This subscription will be tiered. And some of those tiers will include monthly group coaching calls with yours truly. And you get that coaching level at less than $60 a month. I don't know if any of you have ever hired an executive coach or done group coaching before, but most of them charge no less than $200 per person, even when you're in a group. So this is going to be an amazing deal. There's other parts of the subscription that you're going to be able to take advantage of. That's one of the ones we're most excited about. There's going to be a learning library and all kinds of good stuff. But if you're listening and you want to be sure you're one of the first to be notified about the ability to sign up for this subscription, make sure you head to our website and add yourself to our email list. If you can't do at least that, you probably won't show up for Coaching College Month anyway. (laughs) So on today's episode, it's me. I wanted to spend the new year with our audience to set up the direction for the year and for this month and so on. The essence of what we are doing at Relay is awakening the best in people. And in January, we're focusing on one of those core concepts around awakening, which is connect, connecting to others, connecting to our employees, but most importantly, connecting to ourselves. So let's go. Welcome back again. So good to be here in this new year. Today, I want to talk about one of our core concepts of care to lead, which is the C in care, connect. But I want to position my conversation a little differently than I do in the training. In the training, I talk more about what it means to connect meaningfully with others. Today, we're going to talk about what it looks like to connect meaningfully with ourselves. Now, to connect anywhere to others, to a spouse, a significant other, to our children, to employees, friends, colleagues. We need to be authentic and we need to be meaningful. 
Authenticity or being authentic, what I mean by that is representing one's true nature or beliefs. You know how I know your true nature and beliefs? It's not what you say you believe. It's what you do. And here's how I know. There's a thing that we use called the hula hoop of change. And in the hula hoop of change, at the top, if you can imagine a circle, at the top are the events of your life. Moving over to the right, you have thoughts about the events in your life. Those thoughts create certain emotions, feelings. The feelings that you have inspire your actions and your actions give you your results and your results give you a new set of emotions. So this is, or a new set of events. So this becomes this cycle that goes around and around and around. That's why we call it the hula hoop. Now, the kind of thoughts that we have can be either limiting or liberating. If we have limiting thoughts, we end up with damaging feelings. If we have liberating thoughts, we end up with desirous feelings. When we're having damaging feelings, more likely than not, we are acting in ways that give us results that we don't want. And when we are not getting the results that we want, in other, way, in other words, how we're acting, that's how I know what you believe because those beliefs are rooted in that thought process, okay? So when we're authentic, we're getting intentional about those beliefs, which goes back to what we think, the emotions that we're having, and how we're acting as a result of all of those things. So authenticity isn't just about keeping it real. It's about getting really knowledgeable about ourselves and getting honest about what we really think, what we really believe about certain situations. To be meaningful, all I mean by that is to be purposeful and significant. We have to do this on purpose if we're going to connect with ourselves, we need to do it in a significant way. We need to do it in a purposeful way. It doesn't just happen. In other words, no more autopilot. We're not going to what I'll call escape from ourselves by doing things that essentially keep us from experiencing what we're re what's really going on in our lives. And so there are three things that get in our way of being authentic and meaningful, which is what creates that connection. Number one, we're unaware of our tendency to be inauthentic. We just don't know we're doing it. I see this all the time when people say they believe a thing, but then everything they do doesn't seem to line up with that. Now, some people say, oh, well, they're just, they're just a liar or they're just this or just that. But I think most of us are not aware that we're doing this. We're not aware that our insides don't match our outsides. We're not aware that we're saying we believe a thing, but we're not aligning our actions with that thing. Why? because it's not what we really believe. We haven't figured out how to really tap into what we really believe and then challenge those beliefs to actually get the result that we want. So instead, what we do is we tell people what we think they think we should believe. What we think they think that we should think. <laughs> and so we try, we basically misrepresent our truest self based on the opinions of others. So we're just not aware that we're doing this. We choose to be inauthentic but then we blame others. So what I mean by that is we don't align our insides and our outsides and we say it's because of someone else. For example, I'll say, well, this is how I really feel about this situation, but I can't tell my Aunt Mildred because her feelings will be hurt. I'm making her responsible for my choice of not being honest and not being authentic. And the third thing that gets in our way is we don't believe it's necessary to actually put effort around authenticity. 
we think it just happens that, well, you just have to be yourself. Well, you got to really know yourself first. And then do you know the self? Do you like the self that you know? And if you don't like the self that you know, what can you do intentionally to change those things? So we do need to put effort around this. So how do we address the, un- the, the lack of awareness around being un- unauthentic? How do we address blaming others and not putting any effort? Well, first of all, I think we need to become aware of when we're not being authentic. And when I say be aware, I'm literally saying just notice, that's all, no judgment. Well, what do I wanna notice? Anytime you make choices that are not aligned with your values and are not aligned with the results you actually want to get, just notice that. If you're like me, I need to write it down. The more you notice it, the more it comes into your awareness and you'll realize, man, I keep doing that over and over again. I keep acting this way when really I think this, or I keep behaving this way when that's not really who I want to be. I used to be one of those people that I would walk away from conversations and have immediate guilt because I said something or acted in a certain way that I regretted and I couldn't figure out how to stop it. I kind of you know, wanted to put my foot in my mouth, as they say. I was like, oh, why did I do that again? If that's you, that's just one example of how you just you become more aware. Just notice it. Number two, become aware of how often this happens. How often are you choosing to be inauthentic and blame outside circumstances? So some things to look for whenever you're making choices because you want to avoid someone else's reaction, like my example with Aunt Mildred. Well, I don't want to do that because it's going to hurt their feelings. Another way we choose inauthenticity is fear of judgment. We want to control the way people see us. We say, well, if I do that, then people are going to think I'm disingenuous or people are going to think I'm a hypocrite or people are going to think this, people are going to think that. As soon as you're making choices that are primarily based on how other people see you, chances are, not always, but chances are you are essentially showing up as someone other than your true self, how you really feel about a situation, what you really want to do in an effort to control other people's perception of you. That's being inauthentic. Notice that. And then another way we can make choices that are inauthentic is when we do something in hopes of getting a specific outcome that is, and then get upset when it doesn't happen. So when I say, well, I'm, I'm going to do this because then it's going to get what I want from my spouse. I'm going to be really, really nice because I'm hoping then my husband will take me out to dinner. Or instead of just saying, hey, will you take me out to dinner tonight? That's being authentic. That's saying what you want. When we act in manipulative ways to get what we want, that's inauthentic because what we really want on the inside, we want to be taken out to dinner. So just ask for it. That's how we're authentic. So becoming aware of how often you avoid reactions from other people, how often you're in fear of other people's judgment, and how often that you're doing something in hopes of a specific outcome versus just asking for what you want. And then the other way you can address inauthenticity is scheduling time to self-evaluate. Keep a journal, write these things down. Make note of the emotions that you're having when these things are happening. Find the patterns. Identify the thoughts behind the patterns and challenge them by choosing differently. How do we choose? We choose in alignment with who we want to be. So let's give you an example. So let's say I start noticing that I constantly fail to ask for what I want, let's say at home. 
And the reason once I found the pattern, identify the thought behind it, I realized that the reason I do this is because I'm afraid that someone's going to be mad at me. Okay. So now I realize because I've listened to these ideas, I realize that every time I make a decision out of fear of someone else's response, I'm basically fearing their judgment. And so I'm changing what I want. I'm changing who I really am to avoid a negative reaction, to avoid judgment from another person. I want to ask myself, what am I thinking about that? What am I saying to myself that leads me to believe that this is a bad thing? And maybe it's, well, if I ask for what I want, then I'm going to be seen as being picky, let's say. And you challenge challenge that by saying, well, is that really true? Is that an extreme thought? What else could be true? What other choices do I have in the matter? And once you identify all your choices, choose something that's in alignment with what you actually want. That way your insides and your outsides are matching. Every time that we are not authentic with ourselves towards others, we're disconnecting from our truest self. And this will almost always cause tension and internal dissonance. Now, if you want to learn more about all of this kind of stuff, I really hope you join us in February at Care to Lead and consider getting a Relay subscription in April. These are the exact kind of things that we're going to be talking about, that we're going to get to coach people on on a monthly basis with real life work and personal life examples. So it's going to be even more effective because it's going to be super specific to the individuals that are on that call every single month. Be sure to listen in to the rest of our guests coming up because our next guest is going to be talking a lot about what does it look like to be mindful in that connection at work and personally so that we can bring more presence to our everyday life. And I think when you hear that the next podcast with our next guest, which is Juan Alvarez, and you hear him talk about mindful leadership, some dots are going to connect between what I have said today and what he is going to say on the next podcast. So I'm excited for you to hear that. Remember to share this podcast, like, and subscribe. And as always, you can reach me at info at relayleadership.org. And you can find Relay on all the socials at at Relay Leadership. Until next time.